0: Welcome to Music She Missed, the podcast where I try to get my best friend caught up in some of the most popular songs and artists that impact our lives. I'm Allison. Hey, hey, hey. I am Rachel, who missed all the music. You sure did. Rachel, we're in the last episode of this season. Oh my goodness. We are flying
1: through.
2: Flying. It's, It's been a wild ride. This is so
1: fun. I love this.
0: I'm glad I actually um, I messaged our guest host for this week to ask what might be a good question because I had one in mind but I wasn't super set on it and the suggestion was if you could get into the Guinness Book of World Records <laughs> by by doing anything
1: Well, I actually am already in the Guinness Book of World Records.
0: What? Yep, totally
1: for sure. For least
0: amount of music listened to by someone? (laughs) So
1: I was in a big, massive group of ladies. And yeah, there were some guys there, but we were all painting chairs. And so that is it. We are the biggest what? group of people that were all painting chairs at the same time. We actually had someone there to um, count us. We, I traveled to Salina, Texas, and I don't think I've ever been there other than then. But um, it took a while uh-huh. to get there. But um, yeah, um, I can't remember, but it was massive amount of people. It was like huge. Like
0: what? Like like a thousand people like 10,000 people how many people does it take
1: I don't know I think there's a thousand people
0: come get in the book of world records bring your own chair do you get still a have group. your chair can I sit in this famous chair no I did a you crap. you sold your world record chair what's wrong with it you it was a
1: crappy paint job <laughs>
0: Uh, the reason that I asked you that is because until recently, this week's artist was in the Guinness Book of World Records for most awarded female artist. Wow.
1: And I really missed her?
0: Yeah. Can I guess? Well, I, I mean, guess? what's new?
1: Well, can I guess?
0: Uh, I don't know. Do you want to just do the big reveal? And then you can be like, yeah, I was right. Or. Yeah. No. Let's do it that way. Okay. Ready? Uh, yeah. Yeah whitney houston oh i know (laughs) who that is is that who were you you were gonna guess though no (laughs) darn now i wish i'd let you guess
1: i would have i don't know who would i
0: have gotten maybe that genie in a bottle girl christina aguilera
1: sure that girl
0: no whitney's bigger
1: but didn't she die in a bathtub yeah sadly Whenever I go and take a bath, I always think about her. She means that much to you, huh? Nope. That's one of the reasons why I know. And then The Bodyguard. Yeah,
0: yeah. that was my other pot- potential question was your favorite Kevin Costner movie. Oh, uh, It'd be a Message in a Bottle, though. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, and well. Making a Boat. That's kind of cool. Do you know any of her songs?
1: I know that one song that she's famous for is actually not hers. Isn't that that Dolly Parton song?
0: So I Will Always Love You, we talked about in the Dolly Parton episode. You're right. Yes.
1: I remembered something.
0: I'm very cool. happy. <laughs> you know, I Will Always Love You. Have you ever heard the song, I Want to Dance with Somebody? I Want to Dance with Somebody. Yes, yeah. I know that one. Okay, cool. Um, how about Saving All My Love for You? I don't know. Okay, I uh, have to listen to that one. When you believe with Mariah Carey. Nope. Okay, I'm going to assume that the one that you knew was pretty much it.
1: No, there's two. <laughs> don't
0: yeah. Forget okay. About that two. other
1: one. I'm very excited about that other one. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: So this is not a blank slate. No, it's not. But it is very exciting. Yes. Because I, you know, for one of the most accomplished female artists of all time, you don't know very much.
1: I don't, other than bathtubs.
0: Yeah. Huh. Let's. Like, so on a scale of one to ten, one being you've never heard of her before and ten being she's your favorite. Where would you rank your current knowledge of Whitney Houston on the Rachel scale? A four? Sure. Honestly, that sounds right. Yeah. You like, you like know who she is and knew two songs. I think a four is very
1: good. And I know my friend likes her. So I know that she is a a good singer. Though my friend tends to sing off key.
0: That's okay. That's okay. You don't have to be Whitney Houston to like Whitney Houston.
1: So true. Taryn says says that whenever I complain about her off-keyness.
0: This week's guest host is a very big Whitney Houston fan and a very good friend of mine who you also know. Yay! I think I know who it is! It's Michelle!
1: I know! I love Michelle. She's so cute. She's so (laughs)
0: sweet. I like her she loves this show and she loves Whitney Houston and she can't wait to be on it and share her love of this amazing artist with you I'm excited this is cool
1: I'm ready for my one hour of homework every single day
0: well uh I'll see you and Michelle in a week and audience will be back with you in just a moment here
2: we go
0: Welcome back, Rachel. You spent the last week listening to superstar Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston,
1: how'd it go? It was a good week for many reasons, but Whitney definitely helped out.
0: Yay! <laughs> okay, well, that's good to know. Um, so you heard a little yay there. Uh, Rachel, please join me in welcoming our special guest host for this week, my friend and also former roommate, Michelle. Ooh, ooh.
2: Yay, Yay, Michelle, super fan of music she missed.
1: <laughs> Yay. Thank you so much for being here, Michelle, and thank you so much for making the time and making a mixtape, also known as a Spotify playlist. For-
2: yes, hopefully this will be my podcast debut, but not my final one. <laughs> I have so much more music to share. (laughs) Yay! (laughs) I've got you
0: lined up for seasons to come. Welcome to the show. Yay. Um, Thanks. Yeah. So, Michelle, I would love to start by asking why you picked Whitney Houston. Like, why this was one of the playlists that you submitted to me.
2: Well, it was really funny because I was reflecting on all of the artists that you guys had already done. Yeah. And I realized Whitney Houston wasn't one of them. And I thought, <laughs> whoa, 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 we've got to stop right here because you really can't talk about music, especially by female right. artists now without understanding who Whitney Houston was as a singer. And also how she really did change so much of the scene of music. And so I just felt like it was really important. I'll be honest. I was asking my mom if she remembered me listening to Whitney Houston music growing up. Because I don't have any specific memories connecting me with her music. But yet when I made this playlist... I know all the words to all of these songs. And so I was thinking about it and I was like, well, I was in my country phase back then. So I don't think I was intentionally, you know, listening to Whitney Houston. I don't have any memories of having an album of hers, but yet her music is so pervasive in our culture that even without going to listen to her intentionally, I know all of her hits. And so I just thought that this was a pretty big artist if you missed it. And I really wanted to share that.
0: Yay! I think that's incredible, Michelle. You're like the anti-Rachel because (laughs) you like absorbed music
2: like unintentionally over time. (laughs) (laughs) it's true (laughs) i am definitely that person i know rachel you've mentioned before you don't notice when there's music in restaurants and stores i will intentionally stop in a grocery store and go what song is this (laughs) who sings this and try to figure it out so yeah you and i are probably polar opposites in that way (laughs) yeah Yeah. and then shazam was invented yeah your problem
0: so um Well, Michelle, I'm glad you're here. Rachel, what was your initial impression?
1: I think for me was, yes, I kind of knew a little bit of Whitney beforehand. I think this was the first artist that we did with such a higher rating from me um, in Part A. I was so so proud of you. I know. (laughs) Actually, Whitney Houston is the first artist, first artist out of all the music she missed history, That I sang along the entire song from top to bottom the entire way. (gasps) (laughs) So I'm going to ask you, I'm going to ask you to guess which song out of the entire Spotify playlist that you created for me, which song is it?
2: I will always love you because you already did the Dolly Parton episode. That's what I guessed, but I was wrong. (gasps) It took Allison four times to get on the guest um oh gosh well i want to dance with somebody that was my no, second guess that was that was <laughs> the second guess too. i i give up i don't want to get to four guesses <laughs> oh so in other words you want to beat allison <laughs> yes yes
1: i'll allow
0: it what song
1: the star spangled banner oh duh that's the other most obvious one
0: I did the exact same thing, Michelle. I was like scrolling.
2: (laughs) Well, good. I'm glad you knew that one.
1: Yes, I did know that one. But um, honestly, there was a bunch of other songs that I kind of knew a couple of these words and a couple of these words. And um, honestly, by the end of the week, my daughter was getting to the point of being able to sing with
2: Whitney Houston and close her eyes.
1: And have those emotional ballot moments. He was cute. I that, like that brings
2: me so much joy. I <laughs> just... I'm always looking for music that I can have around my son without worrying about Mm -hmm. certain words being repeated. And so I was thinking about you this week, and I was like, oh, I wonder if her daughter is jamming out to Whitney, too. (laughs) Yes. I just want to say for the
0: record that I've been letting my three-year-old listen to the Hamilton soundtrack because I don't care.
2: Well, that's different. (laughs) I feel like Hamilton surpasses all (laughs) (laughs) All rules, right? So let's jump in.
0: Rachel, I know you have a few questions. A little bit about Whitney's background. Why don't we start with those? And then, Michelle, you can share a little bit about her rise to fame and her story.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the first question that I have for you is, and I kind of always wondered this because I've known about Whitney. Is that her real name? Is that her legal name? Or is it because she's from Houston?
2: No, she's um, not from Houston. She's from New <laughs> Jersey. And her real name is Whitney Houston. Her mom is Sissy Houston, who sang backup for Aretha Franklin and Elvis. Cool. And she also has two cousins, uh, Dionne Warwick and Dee Dee Warwick, who also were professional um, singers, yeah, Dionne Warwick is obviously a big name, but we yeah. and so
0: is Aretha,
1: right? But we is haven't talked right. about them yet. I know Dionne Warwick also an actress. Um, Wasn't she in like My Best Friend's Wedding?
2: No, uh, these are older groups. So this is not like Fifties music, which yeah. you don't know a whole lot about. I know, but anyway, so you should know that they say that she's kind of music royalty if you will because her mom had a huge career and her cousins had huge careers Um, but Whitney Houston is her real name um, because she's the daughter of Sissy Houston if she is music
1: royalty did they ever like sing together like in a group like that one Beyonce group with the salt and pepper
2: No, uh, she never sang with her cousins as far as I know, but her mom taught her everything. So her mom was such an amazing singer, um, but her solo career just didn't quite get there. So her mom taught her everything and was really hard on her. And when she was young, um... I'm trying to remember how old she was. She was probably like 16. Her mom had a gig and her mom was like, oh, 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 I'm sick. I'm sick. I can't go on. I can't go on stage. Whitney, you've got to go do it. And Whitney got on stage and like blew the roof off that place. And that's how she got discovered. And then her mom wasn't actually sick. So when Whitney got (laughs) on stage, her mom was like, good job. I just wanted to see if you had what it takes. That's dad, Isn't that's that so, so cool? cool. <laughs> that's, that's incredible. So cool. She, Her life was so interesting. I think that when I was looking, I wanted to find such good stories about the songs, but really all I could find was these amazing stories about her as a person. Mm. Oh, so.
0: That's, that's yeah. awesome, Michelle, because that's one of the things we want to do is help. Rachel, connect the artist with their place in history, mm-hmm. right, and then you know the music and the connection right. with that so that's right. great so if she's music
1: royalty, her mom, her cousins thing, her cousins and things like that then so does she have a kid that kind of grew up in that and now is like Diana Ross with the Jessica Simpson sister's husband thing
0: <laughs> what
1: <laughs> she-
2: what she I had, have
1: Jessica Simpson sunglasses.
2: She had a daughter, uh Bobby Christina Brown, and she died a few years after Whitney Houston died. Yeah. In the same way, actually.
1: Oh. Yeah. Wait a second. Oh. Yeah. That was sad. This is getting really sad. And it Whitney got, Houston it took was, a dark
2: turn quick. <laughs> it <really did>.
1: Ouch. <laughs> and I had a really good week. So that's
2: just, oh, Yeah. I feel like we need to take
1: a moment of silence here.
2: Well, it, I've got worse news for you. So don't get too <gasps> sad yet.
0: <laughs> also we, we will edit out all moments of silence for our listeners.
2: <laughs> that's true.
1: <laughs> well,
0: um, before we get to the super sad, Rachel, what are some of your other
2: questions?
1: Wait, wait, wait. How How much sadder can we get that Whitney Houston is dead
2: and now her daughter is dead? Um, so what's really interesting is that, you know, when you listen to Whitney Houston's music, so much of it is beautiful. And especially her earlier stuff is very pop and upbeat. Yeah. And... Even when she's singing her gospel music, like I go to the rock and she's so energetic, energetic and passionate, but she had a very difficult life Um, from Mm -hmm. childhood. It it was just a rough life. So it's a really interesting kind of dichotomy of this really happy, upbeat, beautiful music, but she was a very troubled person.
0: So I'm just going to take one of your questions here, Rachel. How She started at 16. How long was her professional singing career? Was she releasing albums continuously the whole time?
2: So her first album was in 1985. And her first two albums came out quickly. It was 1985, 1987. Okay. And that's important because from those two albums, she had seven straight number ones. And she is the only um, artist to have done that. And she's also the best-selling debut ever by a female artist. So those albums were really important um, in 1985 and 1987. And she released seven studio albums total. Her last one was in 2007 or 2009. Definitely one of those. Um, Sorry, my numbers got weird. But yeah, and it did not do well. Um, but that was her last one so yeah pretty much from 85 to mid 2000s so
0: so 30 years I'm kind of surprised it's just seven albums because
2: she is so
0: like looming large in our culture yes
2: I was I was sure that that was wrong but she has seven (laughs) studio albums but she also had three soundtracks Oh, of Which course. we know. So like the Bodyguard soundtrack, that was mm-hmm. a whole lot of Whitney, right? And right. so she did other projects. Um, Got it. So, But she was very influential while she was with us. Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
1: So Whitney Houston was super popular. So she was mm-hmm. popular in the U.S., was from the U.S., New Jersey. What's the next country that she was also popular in?
2: she was really popular worldwide. What was interesting about her was that she started as a model and she was one of the first black women on seven, the cover of 17 magazine. And so she was famous, not only because of her amazing voice, but also because she was very beautiful. And then plus you have movies like the bodyguard that had worldwide success. And so she definitely, um, they, the record company packaged her in a very pristine way. They said, you know, one of the things I said that I read that said they didn't over sexualize her. They kept her kind of as the black princess is yes. what they called her. And so because of that, she had so much commercial appeal that she was worldwide, I mean, my husband's from Mexico and he has memories of hearing her music in Mexico city when he was growing up, you know, so she really was all over and did lots of world tours.
1: Was she as worldwide as Michael Jackson?
2: I think, I think it's hard to compare that I will say that her style was very different. Like when you think of Michael Jackson, you think of the performer and the entertainer, you think of the dance and you think of the costumes and you think of the, you know, the music videos where Whitney Houston was really one of the very first to just stand and sing. And she didn't write hardly any of her music. Um, she had a whole group of songwriters that were, you know, trying to find the voice that was right for the song and she just stood and sang and to reach that level of fame with her voice alone is pretty impressive, but I don't know if we can really compare it to someone like Michael Jackson, who was the full package, if you will, as far as the dancer and the singer and the entertainer.
1: So Michael Jackson is known as the King of Pop. Does she have a title though?
2: She is called The Voice. The Voice. The Voice. Like that show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I don't think that they are connected. A couple other things told called her, like uh, like I mentioned already, when she was younger, they kind of packaged her to be the Black Princess. Um, one, A couple people called her the Prom Queen of Soul. I think Ooh. kind of talking <laughs> about how her youthfulness and they, how they really just made her seem so innocent right. um but yeah the voice tends to be kind of the well overarching.
1: she has one
2: yes five <laughs> octaves really five that was octaves. my next voice.
1: question what was her complete vocal range
2: mm-hmm. five. what oh yeah insane so she actually um this is not so much for you rachel but maybe for our listeners and allison uh she had the same range as mariah carey oh wow okay yeah so uh five octave voice rachel knows who mariah carey is which is why we haven't done that yet i'm so proud
1: well we also got to listen to mariah carey through this
2: yes i was wondering um what you if you had recognized that song
1: I did. Um, I think it's because we had some piano music of her. Okay. Growing up. Got it. So um, I think we played hero on the piano. Of uh-huh.
2: Her. Yeah. yeah. So. so. But yeah. Um, um, that song with Mariah Carey was from Prince of Egypt soundtrack.
1: Um, yep. But
2: Mar- uh, but Whitney Houston also did, obviously, the Bodyguard soundtrack. She did a movie called Waiting to Exhale. Yeah. And she wrote the sound or she was on the soundtrack for that one. And then she also did a movie called The Preacher's Wife yep. with Denzel Washington. She acted oh. in it and she produced that one. And obviously she was in that soundtrack as well. So she, she was, was in The Preacher's Wife. What, did mm-hmm. you, what part did she play? The Preacher's Wife. <laughs> oh
0: that, she was actually, okay. yep <laughs> she bad. actually
2: was i mean she earned her way into movies into Hollywood and stuff, which you know not a lot of actors and actresses can make that trans or not a lot of singers sorry can make that transition
1: so Whitney Houston has a five octave range. What is an average person's octave range?
2: I don't know to be honest. I know that the list of people that do have a five octave range is pretty small so my guess would maybe be like two (laughs) I don't know
0: if I sit down on the piano with my son and sing along with the notes after about two it starts to be like difficult I'd say like three and then yeah Yeah. (laughs) I have a pretty low range though I'm I might not be an average person
2: yeah you're a good singer Thank you. You sing at my word. I still have a small rage. (laughs) Definitely. You don't have a Whitney Houston voice though. Nope. (laughs) Not my kid. Would I be doing this podcast?
1: Yes, you would. (laughs) (laughs) Because Your friend needs help. (laughs) So I have one question. Last question. Honestly, Um, was she still in her singing career when she passed away or was she technically retired at that point?
2: She was not retired, um, but she wasn't producing very much music at that time. Part of her history is that when she made it big, her whole family joined on the world, you know, on all the tours and got on the payroll. Well, her brothers had had drug problems and now Mm -hmm. they have time and a lot of money. And so... They got very heavily into drugs, and they actually gave her cocaine for her sixteenth birthday. no way, yeah, like I watched a documentary on it, and they admitted they said no, for her birthday, I gave her like that was a straight quote it It was really sad, um, and so she really had drugs from the beginning of her career. And it just wow. began to spiral more and more out of control as she became more and more famous and had more access to everything. There are some pretty famous interviews with her talking about smoking and saying crack is whack. And it's, it's really sad to see her kind of in these interviews or in front of the camera because you could tell just how disheveled she was. She got married to a man named Bobby Brown. And they did a reality TV show. Never a good idea. Um, (laughs) This was in 2005. And she was acting so erratic. And it was really hard because a lot of her fans were used to seeing her in this very innocent, very pure light. And then to see her in a reality show, that was so opposite. When she tried to release that next album, it didn't do well because nobody really believed it anymore. And that was the last album that she did. She produced a TV show and she helped with a group of like the Cheetah girls. Yeah. If you're familiar with that. Am um, I supposed to be familiar with that?
0: No. Rachel, we don't expect you to be familiar with anything.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> thank you. I'm not very familiar with the Cheetah girls. That was kind of after my time, but um, yeah. So she was active, but, she wasn't really putting out a whole lot more music because mm. of her drugs and her lifestyle. Distraction of lifestyle. Yeah, she went to rehab twice. She mm. got a divorce from him, but she still couldn't. She couldn't kick it. So That's was sad. Bobby
1: Brown part of the brother friend group that gave the drugs?
2: No, he actually had a career on his own as kind of he was kind of a bad boy in the music business. Um, I'm not really sure if he sang R&B or if it was mostly rap. I was not a fan of Bobby Brown, (laughs) Um, but yeah, he, he was in the music business in his own right. um, But obviously nowhere near as famous as Whitney Houston.
0: So let, let us um, jump from there into talking about the, amazing music that she did create Rachel what are your thoughts honestly it was
1: this likes and dislikes pile was just a very hard thing to do with Whitney Houston because I felt like it was very top heavy uh, in my list in the sense of all of it was in the likes
0: and oh (laughs) yay um, (laughs) you liked all of it
1: I did um I I think the only one that I would say was questionable to be in that group was the mariah carey um song when you believe i thought both of the ladies were very talented but i don't know why but after a while i started imagining them singing the song together as a duet but i could just hear attitude and i didn't i thought that was distracting
2: well mariah carey Uh, started a couple years after Whitney Houston had made it big. And so, of course, the media always wanted to pin them against each other like they were enemies, like they were diva enemies. They weren't. They were friends. But everybody was trying to make them diva enemies. And so maybe you kind of picked up on similarities of their voice and kind of unconsciously did what the media did. (laughs) huh? But that song was from that. the Prince of Egypt um, animated movie. That's Rachel, about... have you
0: seen that? You don't normally watch cartoons, I feel I like. I don't. I don't watch It's about cartoons.
2: Moses. Um, and it's yeah. the story of Moses and how they parted the sea. And that's why it's called Prince of Egypt. Um, it's a really great movie. I I think it's really well done. And yeah. so I'll that's what that song is it. from. But yeah, I'm it sure doesn't. I don't
1: watch cartoons, but I don't know why. <laughs>
2: Again. Well, you should sit with your daughter. I think that you guys would enjoy it together. Yeah, my hu- <laughs> my husband's the better parent. He's the one that sits
1: down. Oh, let's watch. I don't know, Toy Story. That's I don't know one of his
0: favorites. <laughs> Rachel just turns on movies and walks away and texts me, just like, "What's going on?"
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't grow up watching animated stuff. I grew mm-hmm. up more watching, um, um. Swiss Family Robinson, Mary Poppins, um, those animated. yeah, Yeah, animated movies. Well,
2: you might have been picking up on the fact that that song didn't, quote, fit, because it is a soundtrack song. It was not from an album or anything like that.
1: Yes, there was more of a storyline that went through that song, opposed yes. to the other ones where it had more of a different feel.
2: Yes. Well, so
0: so Rachel, you liked a lot of the songs. So why don't we pick a couple to discuss? Um, what was like your favorite one? Mm,
1: I want to dance with somebody.
0: Yay! I, I thought that, oh, that was one. super fun.
1: Um, um, I will always love you. I liked that one, but again, that was on a halfway dislike, merely because I be- like at the beginning where I felt that she was singing so softly I would turn up the volume on that song and then by the middle of the song I'm like oh my goodness I think I'm gonna hurt my speakers and I, <laughs> I just got a new car and I really don't want to break it
0: <laughs> that's not Whitney's fault
2: yeah <laughs> so, I, I just want to say yes the sound man well also um so a couple fun facts about that I mean I know you know it's from the bodyguard um and it was the best-selling soundtrack of all time, um, oh, wow. which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, it, uh, but it was really interesting because, as you know, it was originally recorded, written and recorded by Dolly Parton. Well, Kevin Costner loved that song so much that he kind of, like, demanded that that song be in the movie. But nobody told Dolly Parton. So they asked her if they could record the song. She sent it over, and they never. she never heard anything about it. And Kevin Costner said that he wanted Whitney to sing it a cappella at the beginning, which means no music underneath, because it, of the way that it conveyed the story of the bodyguard. So that's why when you hear her singing so quietly, that was actually Kevin Costner's decision. And Dolly Parton told the story of when she first heard Whitney Houston singing that song, she was driving her car. She said she almost crashed the car because she was so surprised and like impressed by what Whitney Houston did with it. So, but not mad, not mad. I mean, she got paid, but (laughs) oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, she had like passed the information along, you know, and obviously they had to pay her to use her song. right? Um, but they just didn't fill her in like, Hey, we are recording it. Or Hey, there's an artist. They just, she just thought, Oh, I guess they didn't choose my song. And then she said (laughs) she was driving and heard if I should stay. And she goes, well, that sounds familiar. And then when Whitney and uh, you know, when she did that, Dolly almost crashed her car. She said,
0: (laughs) wow. Wow. That's awesome!
2: I know what a cool story (laughs) and
0: what a cool connection uh, for you, Rachel, between artists that we've studied.
1: Yes, there's not um, many artists I know, but I I did like Dolly Parton; she was cool.
0: Yeah. Um, Any other songs you want to discuss?
1: Star Spangled Banner. We already talked about that. We did. I have
2: so much to say about Star Spangled Banner. Oh, please! Hold on, Michelle.
0: Hold on. Okay, first of all, this is not the first artist covering the Star-Spangled Banner that we have done. Jimi (laughs) Hendrix did it, Yes, I did not like
1: how Jimi Hendrix did it. I I like how Whitney did it, though.
0: Okay, Okay. but I I am so curious to know what you have to say about, you know, this 200-year-old song.
2: (laughs) So I'm going to totally geek out on you for a minute. Go ahead. So I've I've listened enough to music she missed to know you did not like Jimmy's version. You also don't like live versions of songs often, and so I was very nervous, but I felt like it was so important for you to hear Whitney's version. Um. So. She was told that she had to sing, I think it was for a Super Bowl or something, right? So she was like, I actually, she told the composer, whoever it was that puts it all together. She said, I don't like any version of the Star Spangled Banner except for Marvin Gaye's version. And he is an artist you probably don't know, and that's okay. Um, And so the composer goes, got it. And he rearranged it and everything for Whitney, sent her the tape so she could listen to it. Cause yes, cassette tapes, she never listened to it. (laughs) She didn't listen to it at all. She was filming the bodyguard. She didn't listen to it. And one of the things that he had done was the song is typically in a three, four time. So if you're familiar with music, it's three beats a measure. Right. Well, he expanded it to 4-4 four, four time, which allows her more time between the notes and allows her more time to kind of play around with the rhythm. So he t- totally changed it. And so she was, like, ready to go. They had to record a take for um, – they always do, like, a backup in case of a malfunction or something. You know, people are like, oh, you're lip syncing. That's the way that life – Things are done. So she (laughs) listens to it real fast, goes in the booth, records it perfectly. They actually like had a name for her as one take Whitney, because she could do this with all songs, just a perfect take. The very first time she sang it, then she went out and she sang it. So she heard the new composing, all of this one time, went out and sang it, which is just mind boggling. But, this was I mean to change the time signature
0: is yes. is wild,
2: and then you know how at the end where she says the land of the free, I'm not going to try to sing it. Sorry, the land of the free, <laughs> and then she goes and she goes up like really high. Yeah, she's the first person to do that. Oh, oh. everybody does that now. Yes, that was her. That was her. That was her. Was her. That yeah. was her. So what she did was she has so many gospel influences, you know, she grew up singing in the church. She was considered a huge gospel singer. Uh, Her movie, the preacher's wife was the best gospel album ever. Um, And so she took those elements of gospel, put them in the star spangled banner. And that little thing that she did with free, is actually a part of gospel music. And so I read several articles about this because I am not a person of color, but they said that that really helped the Black community connect more with the Star Spangled Banner in general because they heard it with gospel music, which was something that they were more familiar with. So not only Mm. did she totally change the way it was composed, not only did she add that little flourish, which now everybody tries to emulate 25 years later, but she also brought in kind of a new audience's appreciation of, as Allison says, this 200-year-old song. (laughs) So (laughs) that is why that was on your playlist, because I just could not believe how... I mean, woman had, like, mad music genius skills.
1: Yeah, she, she truly did change music, and I could see that through her, um, her music.
0: Yes. Rachel, before you rate Whitney Houston, uh, do you have any more questions or comments that you want to add?
2: Actually, Rachel, I had a question for you. Oh. Yes, go for it. Did you find that because so many of her songs are slow – Were you able to appreciate it or did you get bored going like, uh, all these are slow songs?
1: No, I, I liked them mainly because, um, I wasn't so distracted by the instruments and I could really value her voice. And because she's just beautiful in her voice, it was really fun to appreciate it.
2: Okay, good. I was a little worried that so many of the songs were slow, but Really, those are so she did that famous. to showcase. Yeah. yeah, but still,
1: my favorite one was I want to dance with somebody, which is a pretty faster pace. So I love, I like higher love. Those, oh, are, yes. those
0: are, that's my jam there on that playlist for sure. I'm not a valid person, <laughs> but you know, it's cool. So, Rachel, I definitely like
2: to dance. <laughs>
0: me too. Uh, Michelle, that's an awesome question. So, Rachel, um, gosh, I mean, what a journey learning about this woman and listening to her music, hearing how she influenced music. I mean, one of the most famous musical artists I think we've studied on our show. <laughs> um, where would you rate like the likelihood that you would uh listen to Whitney again? Let's see, one being um. She- <laughs> she didn't almost have it all she had nothing and then <laughs> ten, <laughs> 10 being uh the greatest love of all is what you have for i what would say is. the greatest love of all <gasps> Ten,
2: Yay. Whoa. oh
1: my yeah. goodness i'm so excited <laughs> is
2: this your first
1: 10
0: uh,
2: yes yeah, no it's not 90%. her first
0: 10 oh, yeah. no so no who was your other 10 Oh, there have been lots of tens. Oh,
1: I missed that. This them. season Thanks. has been amazing. Adele, Adele was a
2: 10. Adele, yeah, she was great. Rush too.
0: was a 10 for some reason. We're talking about
2: that in the season wrap up. But <laughs> 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 let's. All right. Yay, a 10, though. A 10, a 10. I'm so excited. <laughs> yay. <gasps>
1: Whitney is definitely a talented woman and she definitely earned my 10s. So.
2: Yay. Yeah. And you know what was really neat as you're talking about other artists that you have studied and that you've learned about. Um, when we talk about the people that were influenced by Whitney Houston, just to name a few, see if these names are familiar. They will Carey, Alicia Keys, uh-huh. Lady uh-huh. Gaga, Beyonce We've done her. Celine Dion. I don't think I don't know if you know we her. We haven't yet. done that one yet. But we haven't done yeah, yet. I mean these are huge names music and you already know where each of those artists stand. And that was one of the reasons why I really did want to do this podcast, because I thought if you let you know, if you know about Beyonce and Lady Gaga and Jennifer, you know, Alicia Keys, then you need to know about Whitney. You really do. We got to
0: save some of the big names for the later seasons, though. That's true. That's kind of been my plan is I kind of (laughs) save some real big names and sprinkle them throughout. (laughs) So the show doesn't lose its
2: luster of how does she never know who this person is? (laughs) Well, I'm so happy that you liked her and that you could understand why she's called The Voice. Yes.
0: Michelle, thank you so much for being on the show, sharing your passion for the music, all the research and history that you shared, and uh, just for being a cool friend. Thanks for being here. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, of course. I'm so happy.
1: Well, thank you so much, Michelle. I um, this has been a very, very fun week.
2: Yeah. Yay! Well, I hope to share more of my music with you.
0: Yay. Because I
2: love to share music. So I love this podcast and I'm so excited to be a part of it.
0: Oh, Thank you're you. coming
2: back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you, our audience, want to follow along with Rachel's journey, you can find this playlist and all the playlists on Spotify by searching for Spotify colon user colon music. She missed also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and in wherever you get your podcasts thanks so much for listening thanks so much and have a great week bye
1: bye
2: bye
0: ¡Ahora,
1: ahora, la, 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 la. Rotea.